Does the thought of stepping into a new role surrounded by new faces and greater responsibilities send a ripple of anxiety through your core? If so, you're not alone. The first 90 days post-promotion can feel much like navigating through uncharted waters. However, with the right mindset and strategies in place, you can steer through this phase effectively, emerging as a capable and confident leader. This transition period is pivotal not just for personal growth, but also for establishing a solid foundation for your new team and your manager. In this episode, we're delving into imposter syndrome, establishing authority and credibility, and fostering relationships with new team members as you stabilize post-promotion. If you are new to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, hello and welcome. I'm Jody Flynn. I'm the CEO and founder of Women Taking the Lead, a leadership development company that works with individuals, allies, and organizations to close the gender parity gap in leadership by attracting, developing, and successfully promoting more women into senior levels of leadership. My goal is for this podcast to be a valuable resource for you and others in your organization to grow in your leadership. If we are not already connected on LinkedIn, please send me an invitation to connect. You can find me directly at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Jody Flynn, or you can search on the platform for Jody Flynn. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so I should be at or near the top of the search results. Be sure to add a note to the invitation, letting me know you're a listener of the podcast. I would love to connect with you and get to know you better. It is all too common post-promotion for imposter syndrome to rear its ugly head, whispering or shouting in your ear that your achievements are mere products of luck rather than merit. Overcoming this internal voice involves a blend of self-compassion, reality checks, and a supportive environment. Having open conversations about your experience with self-doubt actually fosters a climate of psychological safety, which is quintessential for personal and team resilience. By candidly sharing your post-promotion experience, you are normalizing the self-doubt we all feel when we take on something new. Whether you are sharing your self-doubt with your peers, your manager, or your team, you will be validating the experiences they've already had, are currently having, or will have in the future. We all go through this. I'm also going to refer you back to the episode I did with Kim Menninger, who is an expert on imposter syndrome. Kim shared a slew of valuable tips for how to manage imposter syndrome before, during, and after the experience. So if you haven't heard that episode already, go back a couple episodes. She's right there. And if you've heard that episode and you know imposter syndrome is something you're still dealing with, I encourage you. Listen once again. All right. Now let's talk about establishing authority and credibility post-promotion. 
The challenge of leadership is often found in the marriage of authority and credibility. Authority granted to you by the new title needs the reinforcement of credibility to be effective. Credibility grows from your consistent demonstration of competence, integrity, and transparency. So let's talk about demonstrating competence first. A leader's competence is at the core of team confidence. Ensuring that you are well-versed with the responsibilities and expectations of your new role is crucial. And I want to make something clear here. While you need an understanding of everyone's job on your team, you don't need to know how to do everyone's job. You need to know how to do your job. If somebody on your team cannot do their job for whatever reason, you need to know what actions to take to fill that gap, right? That's your job. And for your job, continuous learning, accepting and integrating feedback, and honing your skills will underscore the narrative of competence. It's okay not to know everything, but you need to be able to learn and to adapt. Upholding integrity. While vulnerability is the currency of trust, integrity is the vault which keeps that trust safe. Trust, in turn, fortifies your authority. Being truthful, reliable, and standing firm on ethical grounds, especially under adversity, creates integrity. Making your values clear and demonstrating those values each and every day will also supercharge your reputation as a leader with integrity. Practicing transparency. Transparency cultivates respect and trust. Sharing information, the logic behind decisions, and being open to feedback underscores a leader's credibility. And I know a lot of leaders struggle with this. They want to make decisions in isolation and have everyone just fall in lockstep behind them. But people need to know. They need information, right? They need to hear from you and they need to understand. Transparency also prevents the rumor mill from going into overdrive. When there is a lack of information or transparency, the human brain goes to work, making stuff up to fill that void. And then the owner of that brain starts sharing their theories with others. Nip the rumor mill in the bud by being forthcoming with information. Have you been thinking you'd like to be calmer or more in control of your reactions regardless of what's coming at you? Mental fitness is your capacity to respond to life's challenges with a positive rather than a negative mindset. It impacts your peace of mind and wellness, your peak performance, and the health of your relationships. Positive intelligence is an operating system that increases your mental fitness and impacts all areas of your life. I have an upcoming webinar in which you'll hear about the science and research behind positive intelligence and the specific areas it impacts, 
You'll learn the three core muscles that are at the root of mental fitness. You'll discover the 10 internal saboteurs that might hijack your best efforts. Identify five sage powers within you that can overcome any challenge you're faced with. And you'll experience a practice that will enable you to intercept a saboteur hijacking and increase your self-command. If being calmer or more positive interests you, I invite you to join me to explore positive intelligence and the difference it could make for you. To register for this webinar, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash webinar. That's womentakingthelead.com forward slash webinar and share it with a friend. Now let's talk about building relationships with your team. Building meaningful relationships with new team members is crucial for a conducive work environment. You will likely be uncertain at first and unsure of the existing team dynamics. Some of this is just going to take time. Or if you were promoted within your own group, you may be unsure about the impact your promotion had on team dynamics. Also, your relationship with each person may have shifted to make space for the new reporting structure. So how to, how to move forward in the midst of all this uncertainty? First, foster a culture of open communication. Encourage feedback, discussions, and address concerns promptly to foster that climate of trust and inclusivity. This also goes hand in hand with practicing transparency, but communication is a two-way street, and that's required when building relationships. Next, understand individual strengths and weaknesses. Acquainting yourself with the strengths, weaknesses, and aspirations of your team members will empower you to design opportunities for growth and efficiency. I highly recommend a listening tour. A listening tour entails a designated time frame during which you actively engage with essential stakeholders. Think your team, your manager, peers, and any areas of the company that intersect with yours. The purpose is to inquire, address concerns, pinpoint obstacles, and establish connections. The primary objective of a listening tour is straightforward, to listen attentively. However, its effectiveness is maximized when you execute what you learned with a well-planned strategy. Don't sit on what you learned or dismiss concerns, as that will leave individuals feeling that they wasted their time meeting with you, and that will undermine trust and the perception of competency right? If somebody has told you what they consider to be important information and crucial concerns, and you don't take it seriously, they're not going to have a good opinion of you. And it's likely going to hit what they perceive of your competency. So have a follow-through plan and communicate it. Next, celebrate achievements to build those relationships. Recognizing and celebrating individual and team achievements reinforces a sense of community and appreciation, and that's crucial for morale and team cohesion. 
More than anything, people want to be acknowledged and appreciated. They want to know that they make a meaningful contribution and feel a sense of belonging. Celebrating individual contributions does exactly that. Find opportunities to publicly thank, acknowledge, and appreciate everyone on your team collectively and then also as a group. Another way to build relationships is to be approachable. An approachable leader is a magnet for trust, respect, and loyalty. Being accessible, showing empathy, and maintaining a positive demeanor, even in challenging situations, are hallmarks of approachable leadership. While you will need some boundaries to make sure you're getting your own work done, having open office hours blocked on your calendar is a great way to demonstrate your accessibility. Also, having weekly or bi-weekly one-to-ones that you hold as sacred lets your people know that they are important to you and have access to you. Be sure these meetings allow for and encourage your people to ask questions, raise concerns, and share wins. That's really important. Encourage them to share their wins. The first three months after getting a promotion can be a great time to prove to yourself and others that you deserve it. You can also build strong relationships and show that you're a great leader. If you approach this time with a positive attitude, kindness, and determination, you'll not only achieve personal success, but also make a positive impact on your workplace culture. What were your biggest takeaways from this episode? Head over to LinkedIn to share your thoughts on the post corresponding to this episode. I would love to hear what stood out most for you. And if your last promotion has you experiencing and confronting challenges you haven't faced before, or there's an expanded role on your horizon, consider working with me. I would love to support you through this transition, help you get your bearings and feeling confident in your leadership once again. You can find a link to schedule a time to chat with me in the episode description. If you're listening through a mobile device, that link will be in your podcast app. If you are listening through the Women Taking the Lead website, the link will be toward the bottom of the episode webpage. And as always, I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success.